0: Welcome to Reading for Success, brought to you by the Success League. This podcast focuses on books, articles, and other resources for customer success, provides an overview of each, and gives you an honest assessment of whether or not it's worth your time. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, my name is Kristen Hare, and I'm the host of Reading for Success. I'm also the CEO of the Success League, a boutique customer success consulting and training firm based in San Francisco. Today, I'm continuing my review of Crucial Conversations by Carrie Patterson, Joseph Grenny, Ron McMillan, and Al Switzler. I'm covering chapters seven and eight, two more of the chapters on action items that are related to conducting an effective Crucial Conversation. I'm going to dive right in. So what is this section about? Chapter seven is called State My Path, How to Speak Persuasively, Not Abrasively, This chapter covers techniques for getting your perspective and truth out there without making it unsafe for the other person. Chapter 8, called Explore Others' Paths, gets into how to listen to the other person, ask good questions, and handle the other person's blow-ups or silence. So what did I like about these two chapters? I very much like the section in Chapter 7 on Maintaining Safety. And thought that the authors had a very interesting perspective on the three elements that it takes to deliver a tough message while still keeping things safe for the other person. Those elements are confidence, or the willingness to bring up something that is tough to a person who needs to hear it. Humility, or the recognition that others also have valuable input that may change our perspective. And skill, the ability to share delicate information delicately. So to me, this section is the most useful part of the chapter, although there are some nice examples of how to bring things up to the other party on pages 145 and 146 of the paperback edition. These examples are presented Goldilocks style. So coming in too hard, coming in too soft, or coming into the conversation just right. And I thought they were a great tool for dialing in your own approach to a tough conversation. If you've ever been to therapy, you know everything you need to know about chapter eight, which is basically a primer on active listening. The one part of this chapter that I thought went a little deeper was on getting ready to listen. The authors talk about steps you can take to prepare when going into a crucial conversation that will help you listen effectively, including being sincere about wanting to listen, being curious about the other person's perspective, Challenging yourself to stay curious throughout the conversation and being patient through blow ups and silence. While it isn't always possible in customer success to plan for a difficult conversation since they sometimes come at you out of the blue, when you do have an opportunity to plan ahead, I think that getting yourself in the right headspace can be incredibly helpful. So, what did I dislike about this section? There are a few things that bothered me about these two chapters. First, In my opinion, listening should always come before sharing your opinion, desires, and perspectives when you're talking about a challenging topic. I know that it may take a statement on your part to open up the conversation, but it generally works best to allow the other person to share their thoughts first. This is especially true when the conversation is coming from a customer or from another team inside your organization. To emphasize this, I wish the authors had addressed timing or at least position the chapter on listening ahead of the one on speaking. Maybe they will cover this in the chapter on bringing it all together, and I hope so, but at this stage in the book, it seems like there's a real gap here. There's also a section that is kind of tacked on to the end of chapter seven called strong belief, and it gets into what to do if you really truly believe that the other person is wrong. And after a whole chapter about what to do, it seems odd to me to include a section on what not to do at the end, and it seemed really out of place. If it was really important, it should have been explored in more depth and maybe gotten a chapter of its own. If not, it should have been left out. It's four pages that I felt like I didn't really need to read an already pretty long chapter. Finally, I was really annoyed at all of the acronyms in these two chapters. There are three of them altogether, STATE, AMP, and ABC. And as I think back to the first chapters in the book where the authors describe the physiological and mental state that you're in when you're having a crucial conversation, you're probably not going to be sitting there thinking, ah, now it's time for me to use state. I wish that instead the authors had included some practice exercises in these two chapters instead of having the reader try to memorize acronyms. This is probably a little bit of a personal preference on my part. I was never good at memorizing acronyms to use in school. My brain would rather just memorize the content itself. However, I think that consultants like to use acronyms because then they can brand them and sell them as a part of a system, which is definitely what this team of authors is doing. And I find that a little bit self-serving in a book designed to help people learn. So is this worth reading? Overall, I think this part of the book is good. Everyone should read chapter seven and learn how to speak up for themselves without making the other person want to leave the conversation. But you could probably leave out those four pages that I talked about. If you've had a lot of training on active listening or spent much time in therapy, you can probably skip or skim chapter eight. Otherwise, go ahead and read that one too. If you're reading along, next week I'll be wrapping up this book with chapters nine through 11. You can pick this book up on Amazon. And again, I'd recommend the paperback version since there are a lot of useful exercises in the early part of the book and you'll probably want to write in it. We'll put the link to the book in the episode notes. If you're a regular listener, please take a couple of minutes to subscribe, share Reading for Success with other customer success professionals and rate the podcast. If you have questions or ideas for this podcast, I would love to hear from you. I can be reached at kristin at thesuccessleague.io. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join Reading for Success next time.